Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Let's go. Sports Variety and Strife with James Liebling. Up next. Eight days to the baseball season. Fifteen days to the NBA restart. Countdown is on. Just over a week to the Dodgers kicking off, being one of the first two games of the of the shortened Major League Baseball season, and then July 30th, 15 days from hence, just over two weeks. It's Lakers and Clippers, they're one of those two games to kick off the NBA season. Now, I do want to take sometime before the start of the season. I do want to take a look go over the baseball season as well as uh, the Clippers-Lakers schedule. Do, do an NBA and a Major League Baseball podcast before the season starts. But uh, we have the... I became very interested, obviously, in the, with the news about Patrick Mahomes and his monster deal. So today we're going to look at that. Obviously, that'll be about the quiz and depending on, of course, we'll do the next quiz question. And depending on how much time we have left, well, I'm going to either Wednesday today or Saturday. Uh, I just be, became very interested in Lamar Jackson because it seems to me as if all the talk is about the two hot quarterbacks, the two kind of consensus, it seems to me, top quarterbacks, either Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. And and I would say, to say really so, I mean, maybe not with the body of work, because obviously they haven't been in the league. I mean, it has to go to Tom Brady as far as best quarterback, taking into account longevity. But uh, certainly, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson had great seasons last year. Probably, and probably the best two seasons as far as quarterbacks go. So I decided to take a look at Lamar Jackson's stats compared as well as uh, of course we'll talk about Patrick Mahomes as far as the quiz goes but uh, the I decided to look at Lamar Jackson's stats compared to some other running quarterbacks to see if they actually were that special so we'll talk about the comp- some stats comparison with people like Michael Vick because uh, people were most definitely very excited about Michael Vick and his running abilities as as well as a pretty good cannon of an arm. Way back when he first came out, way back in 2001, and Colin Kaepernick, he was also a big uh, runner. People were excited about him when he first came out. He obviously kind of flamed out. Robert Griffin III, what was he like early on? Compared to Lamar Jackson, because you have to remember Lamar Jackson's only been here for two years, and he he only his first year, 2018. I mean, he only is only started seven games. I mean, so and of course Russell Wilson. Now, uh, all of these are kind of 
could say I you could say that they were running quarterbacks, and maybe maybe not. We'll see. Was it to a certain extent, to the same extent as Lamar Jackson? Anyway, so we'll we'll we're gonna be comparing those five quarterbacks, whether it's today or on Saturday. That remains to be seen. But first, we need to do this. Quiz time! Quiz time! Quiz time! Quiz time! Quiz time! So, Patrick Mahomes, the four, the ten years, sorry, four hundred and fifty million dollar contract. Obviously, uh, that caught the eye of the NFL world. So we looked at his contract, and asked you. 2027, what was going to be his cap hit? Well, the astounding 60, oh, just under $60 million, 50000 short, $59,950,000. Um, so keep in mind that this upcoming year, his cap is going to be $5 million, just over $5 million, $5.3 million. Next year is going to go up to $24 million, well, just under twenty-five. Uh, then thirty-one and a half. 42 and a half, 40, 42, 42, and then 27, it, it's the big leap to $60 million cap hit. And now that is just astounding. Um, let's just say that right now, uh, the highest paid player right now would be Mr. Uh, Dak Prescott. So he, he has just over $31 million. Quite a bit less. Quite a bit less. Nah, I mean, really. Uh, not really even close. After that, it's Russell Wilson exactly at $31 million. And then Jerry Goff at just, un, just under $29 million. And then Khalil Mack is... Fourth highest paid player with the cap his cap hit is twenty six million six hundred thousand. So now yeah I'll, now with the COVID obviously the or not obviously but the cap is likely going to stay around the same. Right now the base salary cap is like one hundred and ninety eight million dollars, a tad over that. But Presuming there is no such catastrophe as another COVID, it should be quite a bit up by the time 27, 2027 rolls around. So by that time, it shouldn't look as astronomical as it does now. And heck, some people are saying that maybe he didn't take enough. Maybe this uh, for, those forty-two million buck cap, forty-two million dollar cap hits in 2025 and 2026. Maybe they're, it's gonna, that's going to be below market, uh, depending on how the cap goes. I mean, it is just about eleven million over the over the current high mark of Dak Prescott. Still, it's a very big investment for the uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs and the Green Bay Packers. Um, and certainly, this going to impact. No matter, I mean, obviously they had to do this. 
but it's certainly going to impact the quality of roster that's going to be around. I mean, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, let's just, like, Aaron Rodgers' contract. Let's look at some other ones. Um, cap hit right now of 20... Uh, excuse me, t uh, 2020 is going to be 21 million. 21 and a half million. Next year is going to jump all the way up to 36 million, then 30, just under 40, and then about 28 million in 2023. Uh, hit now, if you look at, you break down the Green Bay Packers uh, salary cap. His cap hit, as it says, is $21.5 million. That's 10.61% of the uh, cap is being used up by Aaron Rodgers. Contract, contrast that with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, that's not like, as I said, it's uh, Patrick Mahomes is way down here at $5.346 million. Dollar cap it. That's 2.42 percent of the cap it. Uh, the top guy is Frank Clark. He's only taking up 8.7 percent. Uh, I mean Green Green Bay. His top the top guy is A Rod with 10.61 percent of the cap. Our other high paid as his uh, quarterbacks is going to be Dak Prescott. As I said, he's taking up 14.4% of the cap space for the Cowboys. Uh, uh, Russell Wilson, he's taking up a massive amount as well with that $31 million contract. He's taking up 14, just on, just over 14, a little bit less than Dak Prescott is. How about Jared? Oh, excuse me, that was... Jared Goff was taking up 14, just over 14. Uh, Russell Wilson taking up even more, 15.5%. So, Kansas City is not going to be able to surround Mr. Patrick Mahomes with nearly as much talent as he currently has, just simply because uh, they're going to have to spend a lot more on him. We'll see if the cap goes up as expected. And if it's not as outrageous as it normally seems, even maybe even if it's below the top market by the time 2027 uh, rolls around, we have that huge $60 million cap hit. Well, that probably is not going to be, but we'll see. At least we'll see if the $40 million buck one is in 2025 and 2026. But right now, they've got a great team with Frank Clark, Tyree Kill, Sammy Watkins, Chris Jones. But all these people, they're taking up eight. Frank Clark is the highest paid player. He's taking up 8.7% of the cap. Tyree Kill's taking up just over 8%. Sammy Watkins is taking up 7.75%. They're spending nothing on Patrick Mahomes. As it says, taking up only 53 uh, three four six, or his, his cap is five million three hundred forty six thousand five hundred and eight dollars. In case anybody wants to know the exact amount, and he's only taken up two point four percent 
clearly they got to win. Now it's going to become a lot harder in the future. Uh, but they can, they can still do it. Uh, obviously the Green Bay Packers. Now people did not like how oh, they didn't go out and get the wide receiver, but clearly they're still in the hunt. And I mean, it's not like it can't be done. But right now, it's the t because they're getting paid such a small amount to. Uh, to Patrick Mahomes. They definitely need to get it done now. As I said, not that it can't be done. Now, with the news coming out that Mr. Yasiel Puig has finally been signed. It's a one-year deal with the Atlanta Braves. Uh, apparently, that's for all the lousy outfielders that the uh, that the Dodgers don't want to go to. They go to the Atlanta Braves. I'm thinking of Matt Kemp. <laughs> no, just kidding. But yeah, I see how Puig, so he finally gets signed. He's obviously been a disappointment with all of all of his great, uh, the way that he burst onto the scene. Uh, he was second in the Rookie of the Year voting in his initial 2013 year of 2013 he was an all-star in 2014 all right when was the last time that Yasiel Puig batted above 290 now you can um give the answers at talksport with james at gmail.com but quite frankly, the I'll give you a little hint. He's two. He started in 2013, so you can't go back too far. But the answer kind of astounded me. He is really he really fell off the map after those first two years. Heck, he, his, his first year was his first year was obviously really good. He and now he only played 104 games. Next year, strikeouts went up. Uh, next year, he barely he didn't. He only played like half the season. He's never. I guess last year, yeah, last year he came pretty close to playing all the full season. He played 149 games. But Yasiel Puig has not really been the greatest, just to to say the least. So, you know, we'll go into his stats uh, next time. I think we have time to go, th but this time I think we have time to go through uh, Lamar Jackson. I looked at his passing as well as his uh, rushing, because obviously he's a dual-threat quarterback. And passing, now, last year, 20, excuse me, 2018, uh, he went 6-1, and one, started seven games. 2019 was when he really took off. He was, went 13 and two, completion percentage of 66 percent, up from 58 percent the year before. Uh, just over 3,000 yards, 36 touchdowns to six interceptions. Ooh, that was that's so good. 36 touchdowns, six interceptions, and a, a great rating of 113.3. Now I thought maybe. 
maybe we were doing a little bit overhype. Maybe it was more like, no, as good as Michael Vick was, Michael Vick was pretty good. But maybe we're just overhyping Lamar Jackson. It seems to me as if this is the greatest thing that came since sliced bread Lamar Jackson. But I looked at Michael Vick's stack to see, this is just another Michael Vick. Well, I I wouldn't say that because Michael Vick, you this first year he, he uh, only went one and one, so you can't really talk about that. Next year though, eight and six. So obviously Lamar Jackson had the much better record. Uh, he only had a complete percentage. Michael Vick did it fifty four percent for just under three thousand yards. Uh, his his QB rating was 81.6. Clearly much worse. Uh, touch, touchdowns were only 16. Interceptions were 8. So he threw two more interceptions than did Lamar Jackson. And uh, 20 less touchdowns. That worked just comparing their second year. And now his third year for Michael Vick. He only played four games. Three, he went three and one. Uh, and his fourth year was, he again played 15 games that year. He, actually, the first time they played 16 games was to, in 2006, when he went seven and nine. Uh, but in 2004, he went 11 and four. That was clearly his. That was his best QB uh, record. Actually, for his whole career, and that year he had a completion percentage of 56.4%, only threw for 2,300 yards, uh, 12, 12 interceptions, 14 TDs, so horrible, uh, touchdown interception ratio, ouch, and a rating of 78.1, so well, that was his best, uh, that was his best record, not a very good, not a very good passing stats. Not a very good passing stats at all. Then, uh, 2005 and 2006, it was he went eight and seven, seven and nine. I was quite. He was okay, uh, passing, and then 2007 and 2008, he missed the he missed the season due to violation of league personal conduct policy, and we don't want to get into that, but, and then he came back with Philadelphia, and stayed there from 2009 to 2013, had a year with the Jets in 2014, and finished his career with Pittsburgh in 2015, uh, the only time where he played close to, actually never really played close to 16 games. Uh, any of those times he played 11, 13, 10, 6, 3, and 3. So he certainly was electrifying it definitely early on. Uh, his QB rating cl clearly went up later. Well, it w I would say it went up later. 2009 and 2010. 2010, he had 100. Point two rating. Uh, two thousand nine, he had a ninety-three point seven. Is he started passing more? Uh, Three thousand yards 
in 2010, 3,000 yards. In 3,300 yards in 2011. Completion percentage was never really all that great. And touchdowns. Uh, 2011, he had 18 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. And it was a more respectable 21 touchdowns, 6 interceptions in 2010. So clearly, now that's more Michael Vick's whole career, but I would say, at least for as far as passing goes, Michael Vick kind of, I would say it was a little bit disappointing. Mark Jackson, meanwhile, had a stellar 2019 season with that 36 t touchdowns, 6 interceptions just really jumps out at you. Uh, Colin Kaepernick, likewise, his second year. 2011, he was uh, drafted, did not start any games. Uh, 2012, he went 5-2, and two, so he, like, just like Lamar Jackson, uh, he was played. He played seven games his first year that he started, and then 2013 was when he went 12 and four. And after that, kind of flamed out. Eight, eight in 2014, two and six in 2015. Excuse me, and one in dreadful one and ten in 2016. But as far as passing goes, uh, that second. That second, we can compare that second year when it went 12 and four. Lamar Jackson still beats him. Uh, he had th three. Kaepernick threw for 3,200 yards, completion percentage of 58.4 percent, and had 21 touchdowns to eight interceptions with a rating of 91.6. Compa again, compare that with 36 touchdowns. Six interceptions and a rating of 113.3. While Ka uh, Kaepernick was pretty impressive that year. Lamar Jackson was out of this world. Robert Griffin III really fell off a cliff in his second year. Uh, he went 3-10. and ten, So we don't want to compare that. His first year, though, he was very impressive. Especially, uh, He went 9-6, and, nine and 3,200 yards. He was pretty good, but he had a rating of 102.4, but clearly not on the same level as Lamar Jackson either. Russell Wilson? Uh, now, he's had some good good records throughout his career. I mean, clearly he's one of the premier quarterbacks. I mean, he's got 11. He went 11-5 his rookie year, 13-3 and next his next year. Um, 2014, 12-4. 2015, 10-6. Uh, ten and five and one in 2016, nine and seven. He has not had a losing season yet. 2018, 2019, he went ten and six, eleven and five, respectively. Uh, he has also never gone below three thousand yards passing. Uh, three years he's gone over four thousand yards. Uh, touched. Touchdowns. He's never gone below 20 touchdowns in his career. Uh, last last three years, he's thrown over 30 touchdowns, and his touchdown 
especially the last two years, his touchdown to interception ratio has been great, 35 to 7 and 31 to 5. But this is 2018, 20, 2019, when he's already well established. Those are numbers. That, again, it was a 36 to 6 touchdown interception ratio in Lamar Jackson's second year. Seattle Seahawks, tw uh, the touchdown interception ratio for Russell Wilson, that was 26 to 9 in his second year, which, while impressive, was not 36 to 6. Uh, rating, well, a, a very, as he said, consistently good ratings, never getting below uh, 92.6, which was 2016. They went 10 5 and 1. He's never the closest he's gotten to uh Lamar Jackson was one still at one hundred and thirteen point three rating was twenty fifteen and twenty eighteen where he had about a hundred and ten rating for both years. So Lamar Jackson You just look at his passing stats. Whoa. He's clearly uh well just that well just a one well just one year. Uh a very impressive very impressive uh going through thinking about the running quarterbacks dual threat quarterbacks of the the past maybe two decades at least as far as passing goes he's he clearly has been as had way more early six seasons season success uh closest guy to him would be russell wilson but uh even he has did not come close to the early season success that early uh early career success of lamar jackson as far as Rushing goes now. Lamar Jackson, he, he last year he racked up, well, ha, in 16 games last year, seven games started, he rushed for uh, 100. He had 147 rushing attempts with six for 695 yards and five TDs, and at, which is an average of uh, 9.2. Yards per, or excuse me, attempts per game was 9.2 attempts per game, and yards per game was 43.4. Touched and touchdowns, as I said, was five. Now, 2019 is again where he really exploded. He ran for 1,206 yards, 1,206 yards, and seven TDs. And again, if you look at the rushing for Vic Kaepernick and Griffin the Third, Russell Wilson, no, um, nothing really comes close to that 1,206-yard mark. Uh, Wilson, he went in his second year. He went for 539 yards, uh, one TD. Compared to seven, this is, we're talking about their second years compared. 
uh, yards per game, 33.7 for Wilson, 43.4 for, or excuse me, 80.4, their second year, his second year for Lamar Jackson. How about Michael Vick? Now he rushed for 777 yards his second year. Uh, 651.8 yards per game and 8 TDs. Uh, so, again, not in the ballpark of Lamar Jackson. Colin Kaepernick is most definitely the dual threat quarterback. He last uh, is is uh, that year he went twelve and four, two thousand thirteen. He only rushed for five hundred twenty-four yards. I was kind of surprised. Uh, Thirty-two, thirty-three yards per attempt. So all these guys have. Oh, and finally, Robert Griffin the third, thirty-seven point six yards per game, four hundred eighty-nine yards, and no touchdowns. Surprisingly, that was his second. Year. Oh, well, the second his second year, as I said, it was bad. His first year, he went for fifty-four yards per game uh, and seven TDs. So, perhaps the closest would be Robert Griffin the third year, but. None of them, as far as early season success, have really even been in the ballpark for either passing or running. Uh, Lamar Lamar Jackson clearly taking the term dual threat quarterback to a whole new level. Uh, rushing, rushing for quite a bit more. Uh, again, 80... Yards per game is extremely impressive, and the twelve hundred twelve hundred yards for the whole season is even more so. Uh, seven rushing TDs. Pew. All, all these dual threat quarterbacks, not even in the ball, not even in the ballpark of Lamar Jackson as far as early season success. Really, both, well, for both passing and rushing, I was quite surprised. Now I know. <laughs> why everyone is so, 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 so excited about Mr. Lamar Jackson. Okay, so that about wraps it up. So what did we learn? Patrick Mahomes, his contract's going to go through the roof. We'll see what happens with the cap space and the Kansas City Chiefs, but they better win now. Um, the Yasiel Puig is signing with the Atlanta Braves. Again, talk sports with James at gmail.com. When was the last time that Yasiel Puig batted above 290 or above? And thirdly, Lamar Jackson. I'm not going to say redefining, but elevating the standard of a dual QB threat. Way above people like Colin Kaepernick, Michael Vick. Even the first year of Robert Griffin III, where people were extremely impressed with him, and even Russell Wilson, who is one of the top QBs and has been consistently good. Okay. So, Saturday. Okay, we'll either be discussing the... haven't decided yet, but either Major League Baseball or the NBA. But that will come on... Saturday, 
Until then, uh, I do want to, before I get out of here, I do want to thank the Blessed Trinity, Holy Family, my guardian angel, uh, uh, St. Francis Saver and James the Greater, St. Francis Saver and James the Greater, and finally my family, my grandmother, my uncle, and Brian Seaman, Adam Oslin, Noah Eagle, Michael Madden. All right, until Saturday, Bonsuelo again, talk sports with James at gmail.com. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sports Variety and Strife. If you want to comment, please do so. Talk sports with James at gmail.com. See you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.